Inflame your love for God and have a comprehensive understanding of God's Word. Listen to Reverend Kweku Sumpa Osei, resident pastor of the Makanet Church International, North Legon, Agboba Branch, as he brings you the unadulterated and seasoned Word of God. Now, listen to Reverend Kweku Sumpa Osei. I would like us to rise to our feet and with a hand clap offering, let's welcome Reverend Kweku Sumpa Osei. We are the chosen generation, gone for to show and set the land. Come on. All I require for life, God has given me. I know who I am. See, we are. We are the chosen generation. Come on. Gone for to show and set the land. Yeah. All I require for life, God has given me. I know who I am. I know who God says I am, what he says I am, where he says I'm at. I know who I am, I know who God says I am, what he says I am, where he says I'm at. I know who I am. I'm walking in power, I'm walking in miracle, I live a life of favor, because I know who I am. I'm walking in power, I'm walking in miracles, I live a life of favor. Cause I know who I am. Oh, 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 I know who I am. Oh, 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 I know who I am. I am holy. I am holy. I am righteous. Oh, I am so. Because I know who I am. I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life of favor. Because I know. See, one more time, sound. Oh, 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 I know who I am. Jesus. Oh, I can't feel your presence at all. I said, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, hallelujah. Amen. I said, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I can't feel your amen at all. I said, hallelujah. Amen. Come on, put your hands together and put, give a shout to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for this beautiful morning. I pray that this morning you will give me the tongue of the learned that I, made me, that I might made, make known the mind of God to your children. I pray that you will speak to our hearts. May our lives never be the same again, oh God. Bless us because we came. Teach us what to do. Show us how to walk with you. Show us your will. Show us how to love you, Lord. For the greatest commandment is that we will love the Lord. 
with all our hearts. Not with all our hearts, but with all our soul. That is the greatest commandment. So show us, Lord. Guide us. Open our understanding. Help us to know what your will is for us. Help us, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, I have prayed. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. You may be seated right there on top of your enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. Right. Are you blessed to be in church? Did you enjoy your Valentine weekend? How many of you were not in church on Friday? Let me see by hand. You couldn't come on Friday. Oh, you really missed. Somebody told me that um, uh, he, he, they thought it was not for married. It was only for single people. Hallelujah. Amen. But uh, it, we had a wonderful time in church. We really did. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, today, I am talking about, we just celebrated love, is that not so? So, I would like to talk a little bit about love. How many of you would like to hear about love? Yeah. We are talking about shepherding. I eventually, we will end up <laughs> talking about shepherding. But I want, to talk, I want to share a message that I received just this morning. And, um, I want to talk about God's love language. Hallelujah. Amen. God's love language. What is God's love language? When we talk about when we talk about love language, what are we talking about? Love language means that what, how do you interpret love? Or what do you interpret as love? Are you with me this morning? Amen. Now, it is very important for us all to understand that when we talk about love, Love is not love until it is interpreted by the person who is receiving the love as love. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, in Mark chapter 12 verse 30, our projector is not working very well today, so you're going to have to have your own Bible. In Mark chapter 12, verse 30, the Bible says that thou shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment 
This is the greatest commandment. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Now, so how do you love God? Amen. God is a spirit. You can only love God by understanding God's love language. There is a popular book called The Five Love Languages. Yeah. I think the author is one Gary Chapman. He talks about how people, different people have different love languages. So you need to know somebody's love language in order to be able to communicate love to the person. It's used for marriage counseling many times. Yeah. Because before you can really love somebody, you need to know what the person, uh, what the person, uh, 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 what the person interprets as love. You see, in marriage, let me do a little bit of marriage counseling. Is it all right? How how many of us are married here? Let me see my hand. Yeah. What I'm going to share with you will help all potential couples. Yeah. When one of the reasons why marriages fail it's because many people don't know how to love. They don't know how to love their, their spouse. Yeah. Sometimes even relationships fail. Because we don't know how to love our our partners. In marriage, in marriage, when, when we are doing our marriage counseling, we say that there are three types of love. How many of you would like to know the three types of love in marriage? We say that there are three. How to, we have a topic in marriage counseling called love in marriage. And we teach that there are three types of love. And these three types of love must be practiced in order to have a good marriage. You are, do, you, do you like the topic? The first one is the agape type of love. The agape type of love. That, one, that is the God type of love. Romans 5, 8. Bible says, but while we were yet sinners, Christ loved us and died for us. So, the agape type of love is the love where it's like, I love you in spite of your someweness. I love you in spite of all your weaknesses. That is the God type of love. And that is the highest type of love. And you cannot have a successful marriage 
without practicing agape love. Without agape love, you cannot have forgiveness in marriage. And not just marriage, but even our interpersonal relationships among ourselves. Remember that the greatest commandment is to love God. The second one is to love what? Your neighbor as thyself. Even if you are not married, who is your neighbor? Your neighbor may be your brother, your sister, your, your, your classmate at school, or your relative, or something. You understand? And we are supposed to use the agape love. The agape love is the unconditional love. It's like I love you in spite of whatever. What you are doing is wrong, but I still love you anyway. Amen. Amen. That's what we call the agape love. Then we have what we call the filio or the Philadelphia type of love. That type of love is the love where you love somebody like your brother. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 1, Bible says let brotherly love continue. You see? So that, that one is you know, when brothers and sisters are in the house, they quarrel. But when they quarrel, they come back together as friends. This morning, my wife came to report my daughter to me. My daughter was disciplining my, my, my son. Because he likes to tease her and she was upset. And she was, she was giving him some blows. <laughs> but in spite of that, you see that they will be running around playing together. Let brotherly love continue. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a very short message. I'll be done before you know. Amen. Amen. So, in, 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 I'm talk, when we talk about practice of love in marriage, we have the agape love, which is the highest type of love. I love you in spite of all your weaknesses. No matter how, whatever bad thing you've done, I still love you and I'm, I, 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 I love you anyway. So, young people, don't marry somebody thinking that you are going to change the person. People don't change. You are in a relationship, you've seen something that you don't like about the boy, but you've decided that you are going to marry him, and in your mind, you think that when I marry him, I will change him, or he will change. Whatever you are seeing now, when you get married, times 100. Marriage is a seesaw. What you are going to see is what you saw. Are you listening to me? So in marriage, you need to employ the 
key of acceptance. Brother Jesse, do you understand? You cannot change somebody who has grown up. You can't change the person. Yeah, whatever you are seeing now, that's what we are going to be seeing. Are you listening to me this morning? I'm talking about, don't worry, I'm, I'm just establishing a foundation. I'm talking about God's love language. Are you with me? Yeah. That's marriage, love in marriage. It's, it's also, so then the, the, the lowest type of love is what we call the eros. That's um, sexual love. Now, that love is the lowest type of love. So, young girls, if a brother comes to you and he claims that he loves you, and that he wants to sleep with you, and you think that it's because he loves you, or when he sleeps with you, he will love you more. You are, excuse me to say, an idiot. Am I preaching to somebody? Yeah. Please, I have not mentioned anybody's name, so please don't be offended. But I am just look straight. Nobody will know it's you. You think that you want the boy to love you, so you throw yourself at him. Eros is the lowest type of love. It's part of marriage. You can't have marriage without eros. It's part of marriage. But it is the lowest. That's why eros cannot be the basis to marry. No. The, the basis to marry is the agape and the filio. The eros is the, is the addendum that comes. Yes. yes. A decision. That, this is the person that I have decided that I'm going to be with. I can see that this, this is his weakness. He, number one, he's very phlegmatic. He's lazy. He's not hardworking. But I'm going to live with him. And I'll manage him. And I will love him. Or he's very choleric. He's not romantic. He's very harsh. But he provides for the house. He's, what have you... I don't expect much romanticism from him, but I will live with him. I will manage it. Not that I'm going to change him. So, a lot of people marry and at a point they start complaining and then they are tired because they didn't understand that when they, they didn't understand what they signed up for. That is why we don't encourage you to rush into marriage. You should be in a relationship for at, um, at least some two years. Get to know the person. Get to know who you are marrying. Or if you want to even be safer, don't marry without going through your pastor. 
can even be faster. I was not in a relationship with my wife for two years. My wife, I proposed to my wife, she accepted in November. By September, we were married. But you see, I didn't just get up and see somebody in a restaurant and I just said I'll marry her. No. I got my pastors were involved. Yeah. I had different pastors involved. So, oh, we know her. This is how she is. See, we, we think we can vouch for her. We think it's it's a good thing. And it's been a journey of love. Me, I'm, I mean, I'm totally in love as I'm standing here. I can't wait to go home. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> I'll not say anything, but I Amen. 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 Yeah. Are you learning something? So, if you, you are a girl, young people, if he loves you, he will wait. So, the high, if he loves you, he will, if he says he loves you, so, so then he must demonstrate the highest type of love for you, which is the unconditional love. It's like I, I love you, but a lot of people have it. They have this worldly saying, "How can I buy a car that I have not tried?" Who, who said that? Find him for Jesse. Who said that person? He's sitting at the back. Kevin, locate him for me. Eh, 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 eh. How can I buy a car that I've not tried before? I need to try the car and see say the engine uh, for revamp small vroom 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 make us see say the ride in the B. It's not true. Amen. Amen. It's not true. If he really loves you, so adopa, it will not be without conditions. That's the that's the and that's what you need to look out for. And then if you don't allow me, then well, me I'm walking away. That's Let, him go. Let him go. But there are a lot of small-minded girls. If you are a girl and you think that you love him so much, you are afraid that he will leave you. So because of that, you, you give yourself to him. Your head is like a chicken. The, is this is, have you seen a chicken that is moving? Your head is small like that chicken. That's how you are. Small, not much intelligence. That is why you allow somebody who has not married you to sleep with you. I can see the girls who are not clapping. <laughs> but I'll preach anyway. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when you you start developing the Philadelphia or the filial type of love, that type of love 
It's where you get to know each other. You shouldn't marry somebody that you don't have a friendship with. And one of the things that you must you must learn during your relationship time is you must you, you must learn what the person likes and what the person does not like. You, you, you see, you must, you must understand the person's love language. understand? That what can I, what, 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 what does this person like? That when I do, the person will feel loved. Yeah. I remember years ago there was a certain lady that I wanted to marry. Do you want a real pastor or you want a, a fake pastor who doesn't say the honest truth? A pastor who is who looks all goody goody doesn't have any. I've been broken hearted before. It's alright. Oh, but but you know. I told my wife the other day that if I had to go through everything that I went through just to be with you, it's totally worth it. I'll do it again. Yeah. I will happily go through it all again. The, the Bible says that the Bible says that Jacob loved uh, Rachel so much. Seven years of working for her. Because remember that he, he initially he worked for seven years for Rachel. We cannot allow you to marry Rachel when Leah is not married. So they gave Leah rather to um to, to Jacob. Then, you know, and the Bible, and then later on he had to work again another seven years for before Rachel. But Rachel was given to him. And then he said, because we've given Rachel to you, stay and wait for another. It was all a, a, a delay tactics. Yes, if you're a oh, boss, don't be a wicked boss who does delay tactics. Anyway, so um, the Bible says that because of the love that Jacob had for Rachel, the seven years was like a few days. Yeah. Like a few days. People who don't cannot work for God, it shows that they don't even love God. Somebody worked for seven years and it appeared like a few days. Stay in church small for one hour. You are looking at the clock. You are you are fidgeting. It's like you want to go home. It shows how much you don't love God. Anyway, I'm I'm coming there. So it is very important for you to understand. This is how to love this my, my, my spouse. Yeah. One day I, I was in a relationship with a certain girl. Some years ago, I wanted to marry her. Oh, I was head over heels. I said I'll marry her. When I send her a message, she will not respond. Sister, why? When I, I, I message you, you don't mind me, you will not reply. 
I'll hear from you four days later. And it's like, it's, like me, I don't know how to relate like that. Yeah, as I'm here, I, I, I come... I communicate with my wife every day. So We slept on the same bed last night. I'm in church, but already we've been texting each other. It's, it's very normal. That's how I am. At least. Yeah, because we are friends. You understand? But more importantly, if you are practicing love, you must know how to express love to the person. You must understand the person's love language. And I'm saying that it is that friendship, the filial love, that will help you to know the person. For instance, you should know, the person, what's your wife's favorite color? She doesn't have any particular favorite. Yeah, he's answered the question. Yeah, some people don't have a particular color. Yeah. What about her favorite food? Her favorite food is kinky. Yeah, a true daughter of the land. Hallelujah. Amen. You must, you must know what a person likes. Do you know what your husband doesn't like? No, like if, if I say, mention one thing that your husband doesn't like. He doesn't like to. He doesn't like to be disturbed when he's sleeping. Yes. 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 Oh, it's normal. My wife is also like that. Because she doesn't sleep much. My wife, by 3 a.m., she's up. She's going to have a quiet time. So, and many times, she doesn't get the time to come to bed early. Many times when she's going to bed, I'm up. But she wakes up very early. Sometimes by the time she's coming to bed, I'm now coming. She's waking up, I'm now coming to bed. Sometimes it's like that. So I don't, you don't, I understand. I've learned, one of the things that I had to learn early in our marriage is not to disturb her. It used to upset her. Because sometimes I'll come midnight, I'm awake, then I've come. Bouncing on the bed, happy and worrying her, then she'll be upset. And then I also don't understand why she's upset. You know, but I've matured in the marriage to understand that this person doesn't like this thing. So I don't, I don't do it. I don't, I'll, I'll not disturb her. She also knows what I don't like. Amen. Amen. So, she tries not to do it. And we, we, we try to flow. It is very, 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 very important in any, if you are going to have any successful relationship with whoever, you must understand what the person likes and what the person does not like. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Hello. And that is what I want to emphasize on. I'm finishing the next few minutes. So, in, we are Christians. Are we not Christians? Are we Buddhists here? Why are we in church? Are we not here to relate with God? I didn't see that. So, sorry. So, how, how do we love God? God is a spirit. 
what does God, what is God's love language? Amen. I'll give you two verses, then we'll close and go home. Or maybe three. John chapter 14, verse 23. John chapter 14, verse 23. All right, this is a very short sermon, but I feel it's important. We've done a bit of marriage counseling today. So those of you who are married, go home with this. Yeah. I didn't tell you about the girl. Eh? So I'll call her that, ah, sister, you don't communicate. Because we, then she will tell me that she will, she will tell me that uh, I, the way I this is how I love listen son, oh. son, this is how I, I love by going to look at your pictures on Facebook you see and what she didn't understand was that for me Love is, when I talk, I, I, I send you a message, you respond, then I know that you, 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 you care. Yes, mm-hmm. but to her, when I, her, her way of, you cannot, you cannot tell me that you love me, but you are loving me in your own way. Do you understand? You are... You are loving me in your, you are expressing love to me in the way that you know. It is almost as ridiculous as me coming to speak a language that you don't understand to you. But I come to the and say, ah, the to There's a meaning to. There is nobody in this room who understands Portuguese. But if there's anybody who understands Portuguese, the person will be able to interpret what I just said to her. But is there anybody who can interpret what I said to her? But there is nobody. See? Yeah. If I tell Pastor Christian, Ah, Pastor Christian, seem to me muito grato de Deus por tua vida. Uh-huh. He doesn't understand what I said. But if there's anybody who is listening to this message right now, the person will be able to, with ease, interpret what I just said to Pastor Christian. So if you don't to communicate love to the person in the language that the person understands. Yes. But if I tell, if I say, do you know that I really like you? That's what I said. Then if I come to, and I tell, Pastor Christian, do you know that I'm really grateful to God for your life? Immediately, now I'm communicating with them. They are, it's making sense. But at first, I sounded like I was talking rabbish. Does he understand? <laughs> Yeah. Do you understand? Do you understand what I said? Yeah. What did I say? I said, do you know that you have a great gift? That's what I'm telling you. So love is that's how, so, so you don't tell me that you go and look at my pictures and that's how you like me. You are an idiot. You know, I don't understand. I cannot, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. 
So I'm teaching you because some of you, eh, if you don't change the way your mind works, is Rich Love here? Or she comes for first service? Ah. Uh, if you don't change the way your mind works, you will never marry. Nobody will marry you. Or even if you marry, you end up being a divorcee. Yeah. What I'm teaching is very important. Many of you are young people planning to marry. It's not, you, many of you don't understand. It's not by all that what you understand. Learn what I'm teaching you. And I'm, now in church, alright, our, we, are, we are here to serve God. And the greatest commandment, my dear, is to do what? Love the Lord thy God. Is that so, how do we, what is God's, how do we, how, how does God, what is God's love language? Please, read it for us. John chapter 14, verses 23. What does it say? Our projector is not working, so you got to, uh-huh. John chapter 14, verse 23. Yeah. Jesus replied, anyone who loves me, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. Anyone who loves me will, what version is that? Is it NIV? I, th- I think it's NIV. No, no, read it. I think it's NIV. Yeah, read it for me. Anyone who loves me will obey my So this is a new international version. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. So what is God's number one? If you say you love God, the, 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 the language that will prove to God that you love him is your obedience to God. Obedience to God, obedience is equal to love. Yes, sir. Obedience is love. Amen. John chapter 14, verse 23. Yeah. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Yeah. If any man love me, he will keep my words. If any man loves me, he will keep my words or he will obey me. That's God's love language. How many of us make conscious effort to understand? what the commandments of God are and make conscious efforts to obey them. Yeah. So if I'm looking for a young lady who loves God, I'm looking for a young lady who a man will come with one fat bundle of 200 Ghana CD notes and be rolling a key at her and say, baby, just let me have 30 minutes with you in that hotel, Kempiski Hotel. And after that, this bundle of 200 CD will be yours. And a bundle of 200 CD is 20,000. How many of the young girls sitting here with makeup will say, no, I can't disobey God? Really? 20,000 cities. Oh, for only 30 minutes. Oh, it won't be anything. God will forgive me. Let me go. Oh, yeah. 20. Do you know what I can do with 20? I mean, like 20,000 Ghana cities. Like, really? Do you know what I can do? Oh. Even when I was uh, 
with jumping Jonathan. He didn't give me anything. I did so many things for him. Charlie, make we go. You don't love God. I was telling them in the first service that, you know, my mother died 20 years ago. When my mother was, my mother was a staunch Christian. Her guy name was Watro. Watro means it is, Watro, is it written? That was her guy name, Watro. Like, her guy name was a question, like, is it written? Watro in in fancy or tree, it means, is it written? And she was somebody who would often tell me that this thing that you are doing, is it written? If it's not written, you can't do it. If it is written, then we do it. Obedience. You, you should always ask yourself, am I obeying God? You should always ask yourself, is God happy with me? Hallelujah. We have a generation of people who do things and we don't, we don't ask ourselves, these actions that I'm taking, is God happy with it? So you are in the room with the boy, you are removing your, your panties. You should ask yourself, as I'm removing my panties, God is watching me. Is God happy with me? About what I'm about to do with this boy who is not my husband, is God happy with me? Yeah. You should ask yourself. Uh-huh. Am I obeying the commandments of God? Do, do I love God? It's not just about talking. Love is not just about saying things. It's, it's, we love in deed and not in words. Are you with me this morning? This, I'm, 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 let me end. Yeah. <laughs> Obedience. Obey God. Ask your neighbor, do you really love God? That's God's love language. Do you want to know somebody who loves God? Somebody who is making every effort to obey God. Yeah. And as I end, as I end, yeah, as the love progresses, there's another love language very clear from God. John chapter 21 verse 15. John 21 verse 15. Pay attention to me. Yeah. When you come to church, try not to be in a hurry to go home. Yeah. You know, one, one of my love languages is quality time. Quality time. Quality time. It's like, so when I see people who are in a hurry to go home, I feel I'm dealing with people who don't love God. But you have time to be everywhere, spend time chatting, useless socializing, what have you. But when it comes to church, people seem to be in a hurry to go home. When you love somebody, is it not natural that you want to spend time with the person? How you claim you love somebody, but you don't even have time for the person. One day, this same lady, I told her, I'm coming to visit you in your house. She said, don't come. I am busy, I'm working. Yeah. 
don't come. I don't want to really see you. I don't want to spend. And that's the attitude that we have. I, sometimes I feel like we break God's heart, you know. You come to the house of God, it's like you're in a hurry. Charlie Onya Hey! Meanwhile, you go and sit, you sit and watch a movie for three hours, four hours. You watch series. These days they are into series. You watch a, an Indian, you have time to sit down and watch an Indian speaking tree. When you come to church. And the pastor is preaching from the word of God. You are in a hurry. You are watching your watch. You are fretting in the church. I can see you. You are fretting. It's like you are fidgeting. It's like the guy now the about our bus. You not see you better on twelve. About twelve twenty-five. Are there any churches, sir? You don't love God. You don't love God. That's why the small time that you spend in his house is such a big deal for you. But this same person who is in church saying that you will see her jumping like a kangaroo on some boy who is not your husband in an in a room fornicating. But that one is okay. I shouldn't preach. I shouldn't preach. I shouldn't preach. God. John chapter 21 verse 15. Jesus asked Peter three times. He said, Simon Peter, do you love me more than these? What are these? Ladies and gentlemen, there are some things that prevent us from loving God. There are some things that prevent. That's why we can't get people to become shepherds. Because Jesus said, if you love me, feed my sheep. You will become a shepherd. But, but you'll be shocked that I'll stand in front of this church and I'll do an altar call. How many people want to be shepherds? And this plenty of people here, only two may come forward. You were here last week, last week. I've been doing altar call. How many people want to be shepherds? Two. I'm not ready to be. I will not be. But Jesus said that if you love me, feed my sheep. So most of us, we are in church, but we don't really love God. That's the reality. I'm talking about God's love language. Don't say that. Don't say that. You don't love God. How do you show that you love God? Feed my Sheep. Now, Jesus said, Do you love me more than this? What are the these things? That's what I want to show you. Then I'll close. What are the these things? First John chapter 2, verse 15. First John. Why is that people don't love God? Yeah. People don't love God because of the and the, the reason why people don't love God is shown in First John 2 15. He says that what love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him hallelujah amen for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh 
This is the number one thing that is our generation we are struggling with. This is, this is the number one thing that is competing with the love of God. The lust of the flesh. You want to have sex. You have feelings. But you are not married. If you want to have sex, you get married. If you are not ready to get married, do not. Otherwise, you don't love God. Because when you have sex outside of marriage, you are Conforming to the last of the flesh. Lot of young people in our generation. Two days ago, my wife showed me a video on Facebook. People wearing school uniform. The brother has opened the zip. And the other so somebody is holding a camera filming. And I say, I won't confuse you now. And the girl is kneeling before the brother. And the boy's something has become like a lollipop. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And there are people that, what type of generation are we? And you see these same people who will come and stand on stage and sing, I love you, Lord. I love, yes, I love you, Lord. You are holy. Jesus, Jesus. You will see them on stage. But the last of the flesh has dominated you. The last of the flesh. Then the other one, the, the second one, I'm finishing. The, the second one is the last of the eyes. This generation of mobile phones and the mobile phone has become perhaps the number one source of Demonic transfer in our times. When I was growing up, there were no mobile phones. When I got my first mobile smartphone, I was 30 years old. <laughs> I was 30 years old. I was already old. My first smartphone, I was 30 years old. Can you believe it? Up until the time I was 30 years old, I was into yams. Because that is what was available. Even when I went to university, when we started getting phones, you know, when I first went to London, in those days, 3310 was the main phone. I mean, university days, we used to send text messages. That was a ringtone. I mean, we were the main guys on campus in those days. With our 3310. If you don't have 3310, you are you don't know what time it is. (laughs) 
Lust of the eyes. Okay. Some of you young boys here, you like what you are into pornography. Pornography. And then ran to the Bible and say, "Bon sam ka tu enko ane she." What did he say? Yeah. Four times a week, you must watch. You are laughing, but I'm serious. You are laughing, but I'm very serious. The last of the eyes. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Many of you, you ingest demons without knowing. Because the eye is the window into your spirit and your soul. And what you watch, what you read, attracts either the spirit of God or demons. Yeah. All kinds of videos. You have websites on your phone. Some of you, you have videos saved on your phone. You have a, you have a folder. Full of short clips. And that, that is your speciality. The church is quiet, but I'll preach. Yeah. And that, let me tell you something. I have discovered from, let me tell you a secret. Don't tell anybody. I have discovered that how long you will live it is connected to those things. That is why, as when you read the Bible, during the days of Abraham, God decided that the days of man will be 120. But even that one, you said Abraham and Co., they were living 180, 195. They were all living well over 100 years. But as time has gone, even this year, many times when I see obituaries gone too soon, 32, 39, 40, 49. In those days, when you see obituary, you see 65, 72. But now, people, 26. Many young people are dying before their time because they have given in to the last of the flesh. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, when God cursed the serpent, he told the serpent that you you will feed on the dust. The dust represents the flesh. Whenever you give in to the lust of the flesh, Satan is feeding on your flesh. Anytime you commit fornication, you are allowing Satan to feed on your flesh. Anytime you commit adultery, you are allowing Satan to feed on your flesh. Anytime you expose yourself to pornography and all these type of blue films and what have you that some of you are so addicted to you 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 are your flesh you are allowing satan to feed on your flesh and, and what happens is that as satan feeds on your flesh your life 
is reduced gradually. I will not be surprised if life expectancy in Ghana has gone down. Because now, I have recent, I have classmates who have died of heart failure. Can you imagine it? At my young age. Yeah. Because God didn't design our body for sin. So our body, the more sin you are, the more corrupted your body is. And the, the, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. I came from the presence of God to sound a prophetic warning to you, young people. If we are in church and if we say we are Christians, then let's love God well. Let's not allow the lust of the flesh to prevent us from loving God. Let's not allow the lust of the eyes. Then the third one is the pride of life. And the pride of life, often it affects those of us are a bit older. Pride is one of the things that will prevent you from loving God. You want to have certain things. You want to drive a certain type of car. You want to show that you too you are there. And you see sometimes even young men, they have such a drive to, to make it and to get money that they will do any illegal thing just to get money. So they will show that, yeah, me too have arrived. I've built a house in my hometown. Me too have bought a car. But you find a lot of young people who will even refuse to do honest work. They would rather do all kinds of shady deals so that they can get money and then also show that, yeah, they are there. You don't have the love of God in you. The pride of life. Pastor Christian, that's why we even have pastors who are too proud to, 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 to remain in a denominational church where you'll be told, go here, do this. Because sometimes when you're being given the instructions, it's painful. Yeah. It's not very pleasant when you have some uh, administrative authority shouting on you in a certain way or whatever. But you have to humble yourself. Yeah. We are too proud. And it, those things block out the love of God. But God is calling us today that let's love him. Lay aside the sin that easily besets you. Try very hard to obey God. What does God say? Your situation, what's it, what, what, the thing that you are doing, the thing, whatever you are doing, or whatever you are involved, ask yourself, is God happy with me? Am I obeying God? This boy that I'm working with, is God happy with me? Yeah. Why are you not a shepherd? Why are you not a shepherd? It's because you don't love God. 
Yeah, that's why if I call right now, how many of you want to be shepherds? Come forward, I'll pray for you. Most of you will not come because you know, there are other things that don't give you the time to you. It's like you don't have time. It's as so the rest of us who have nothing to do, we are the ones who have time to become shepherds. It's not true, it's not about time, it's because you don't love God. Yes. You don't love God. You do not love God. If you look at this boy, stand, just stand up, Jesse. This boy here, he's reading computer science. He's in the university. He's in level 304. He's in final year university. He's doing a, a BSc computer science. The kind of mathematics that he knows, most of us cannot do. I know what I'm saying because I was in the department of mathematics in Legon. It's not this your, what do they call it? Is it SHS bogus mathematics that you are doing? Wasi or whatever they call it. Downgraded educational system. People cannot even speak English well. What are you talking about? But nobody comes, nobody, nobody comes to church more than this boy. He does so much in church. He's a keyboardist, he's a center overseer, he's busting people to church. What have you? He's and he's a university student. Most of us have not been to university. Tell me that you don't have I'm telling you that the reason why you can't become a shepherd is because you don't love God. If you love me, you will feed my lamb and you will see people. Yeah. You see people when you tell them, Oh, Charlie, we want you to become a shepherd. You know, then they have bad thoughts running to their mind. They don't, they, I don't like pressure. Me, what, I, what is all this? Thing? That's all this shepherd, smart thing, or they'll say become a shepherd. Me, I cannot. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Ask this person. You, say, you, you, it's like you, don't, you don't want to do, lift a finger for God. You don't want to be a shepherd. And you see these same people with energy. So those around, jumping on a big, a big man with a big summer. That one that you have energy to be bouncing on him. That one that you have energy. But become a shepherd, you will not be. I shouldn't preach. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You don't love God. One day, and I'm, I'm ending, I'm closing on this story. There was, play the keyboard, I'm closing. Where's my handkerchief? Throw it. One day, there was a certain German soldier. He fell in love with a young, beautiful girl. Her name was Margaret. Margaret was very beautiful. Her face was round like the yellow sun at the rising of the sun. Her eyes were bright and round. They looked like a pair of diamonds. When you look into her eyes, her eyes glittered. Like a beautiful bridge. Her lips were red as scarlet. Her neck was so pretty like the Eiffel Tower. Her shape was so smooth. Like an original Coca-Cola bottle. When Margaret walked, Margaret walked with a gracefulness like an angel. You wonder whether she was created or she was crafted. 
She was beautiful. I mean, Margaret could not walk by and men, all the men would turn their heads because she was a dazzling beauty. Shortly after their wedding, this soldier had to be called to war. So, he went to war. Unfortunately, they captured him. And he became a prisoner of war. And I said, They started releasing different prisoners little by little. And every day they would come and put a list there. And then he would go and check. And his name is not there. He would be so sad. He was always thinking about his Margaret. They would come and put a list there. And then he would not see his name on the list. Then others would be selected. And he would be crying, oh Margaret. But one day, after one year, they brought a list of prisoners who were going to be freed. And there was his name. He jumped and shouted, I am going to see my Margaret. When he came out of the prison, there were trotters there, but he said, no, I will trot. And also, not trotters, he said, there will be men he began to run for love. Finally, he arrived at his door. And he began to bang the door. He was banging the door. His heart was pounding in his chest. He could not wait. His head was spinning with love. Eventually, the door swung open. And out came Margaret. Margaret had gained a bit of weight. Her calves had become more accentuated. Her skin was like olive and it was literally as radiant as the morning sun. Margaret looked like an angel. Her black hair fell like waves of rip- it was like a waterfall falling down her neck. Her eyes glittered. The eyes of Margaret, they, they were glittering like, like the reflection of diamonds, a pair of diamonds in, 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 a, in a ring. Oh, Margaret. When this man laid his eyes on his wife. His heart was thumping so loudly that he was sure that even Margaret could hear it. He felt a cold rush all over his body. His knees became weak with love. And just as he was about to launch out and grab his dear wife into a tight embrace, something happened. Do you want to know what happened? Suddenly, Margaret shut the door. Bang! And Margaret say in his face. The soldier was confused. Could it be, he thought to himself, that maybe I've lost weight and therefore she could not recognize me because I've been in prison? He started banging the door again. Margaret! Come out. 
It's me. He began to call her by her pet name. You know, we all have pet names for our spouses. Some people call their wives, their wife's baby. Some call honey. Some have different, you know. We have different guy names. One of my guy names for my wife is Hunam Pejob. Different, we have different guy names. And we, we I mean, I was, I was, he was shouting, come out, come. But Margaret, he banged the door until the hinges were literally coming out, but there was no response. Why didn't Margaret respond? I didn't know Margaret Enfino. How many of you know why Margaret didn't respond? How many of you would like to know why Margaret didn't respond? The reason why Margaret did not respond because inside of the house and on their bed was another man. Bare-chested. Under the sheets. Margaret could not wait for her husband. After one year, when the husband came home, another man had occupied his position. When the soldier found out, his heart was shattered to pieces. What would have been a beautiful love story ended up in a story of heartache and pain and disappointment. Many of us are like Margaret. We have allowed other things to come into our heart. And because of that, we don't love God. Some of us, we, some of us, we, some of us, we, 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 You've forgotten about God. Some of us, because of money, you've thrown all your Christian principles aside. You don't love God anymore. And God sent me here to ask you this morning as I end my message. Do you love me? Do you love me more than these things? If you love me, then feed my sheep. That's why you are not becoming a shepherd. And if you can love God, you say, Lord, I will love you. What, what can I do? What can I do to make you happy? What can I do for you, Lord? Many people enter into relationship with God. Not what can I do for you, but what can I get from you? That's not love. On Friday, I went to my children's school to pick them. Then I saw this small little girl. Very cute, sweet little girl. Then she came to me. Then she came to hold my hand. Then she, she held my legs, you know, like she's small. So, you know, because I have children, it moved my heart. I said, oh, cuckoo, how are you? Sweet little girl. I held her cheeks. Then she lifted up her eyes. Quite innocent looking, and she looked into my eyes. 
I said, oh, who's baby is this? She's so sweet, like my, my son. Then she said, please, can I have 10 pesos? Can I have 10 pesos? I thought she had just seen an uncle that she was happy to see. Not knowing that Samoa, all her pussycat love and her puppy love that she had come to hug me, she had an agenda. She wanted something from me. 10 pesos. So I took my wallet and I took one CD. And when I gave it to her, she turned around. She didn't mind me again and she went. That's how many of us are. We don't really love God. We don't love God. We is what we can get from him. That's why these days, even a lot of people are afraid to propose to girls because they feel like most of the girls, even they don't really love people for them, but it's like what they can get. Don't love God because of what God can gift to you. Yeah. Love God and think about what you can do for God. That's Hallelujah. Amen. God is asking you this morning, do you love me? Prove your love to me. It's not, God doesn't, it's, it's a spirit. He's not going to have sex with you. Doesn't, yeah. But he says, feed my lambs. Become a shepherd. Yeah, come around. Allow yourself to be trained. And become a shepherd. Our time is up. Next week, we'll meet again. We'll continue. Stand up to your feet. Sorry, No movement out. Please, nobody should walk out. We are closing in the next few minutes. I want you to pray. I want you to pray and ask God to help you to love him. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Many of us don't love God. I want you to pray and tell God to help you. Ask yourself, what is it in your life that prevents you from loving God? Some of you, when you became born again, you were close to God, but now you are backslidden. I want you to pray right now and say, Father, help my heart, help me to love you anything that has taken your position in my, my heart Lord, take it away and help me to love you lift up your voice begin to pray pray help me to love you Lord Forgive me. 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 Forgive
I'm coming back to you, Lord. Or maybe you have been coming. But you realize that you are not born again. And you want to say, Reverend, pray for me. I need Jesus in my life. I want to be born again. You are here. Maybe you've been coming to church. But you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. And you want to say, Reverend, pray for me. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, please lift up your hand. And I'll pray for you. You want to be, don't be shy. You are taking a decision between you and God. You want to be born again. You want to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Lift up your hand. I'll pray with you. Anybody here like that? Can I have some ashes helping me? Is anybody here like that? You want to be born again? God bless you. I can see your hand. Anybody else? Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. God bless you. If your hand is lifted up, 
do one last thing for me. I want you to come forward. Come to me. Don't be shy. Come forward. 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 You want to be born again. You want to have a personal relationship with Jesus. Now is your chance. You see, just by walking forward, you are saying publicly that you love God. Coming forward, it's like, Lord, I want to love you. That's why I've come. Is anybody here like that? All right. I want the congregation to join me and we are praying. Repeat after me. Okay? Do you all speak English? Repeat after after me. And the congregation, let's join. Say, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. This afternoon. This afternoon. I open up my heart to you. I open up my heart to you. Lord, I know. Lord, I know. That I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with your precious blood. Please wash me with your precious blood. Please write down my name. Please write down my name in the book of life. In the book of life. From today. From today. I will serve you. I will serve you. From today. From today. I will follow you. I will follow you. Satan. Satan. Listen carefully to me. Listen carefully to me. I have nothing to do with you. I have nothing to do with you. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I am born again. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For the free gift. For the free gift. Of salvation. Salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Father, I pray for these ones. Keep them. As I pray for them. Preserve them, Lord. Satan, this one belongs to you. Take your hands off. This one belongs to you. Take your hands off. Thank you, Jesus. Last Kufarima Nakatusi Librikiando Hosni Mikastos. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your covering. Thank you, Jesus. You are blessed. What is your name, young one? Frank, God bless you. What is your name? Samson, God bless you. What is your name? Abigail, God bless you. Listen, I want you guys to go with our auntie standing there. She'll talk to you and then you join us again, okay? So just go with her. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. You may be seated. All right. Thank you for listening to Reverend Kweku Sumpa Osei. We believe your life will never be the same again.